0: Hello and welcome to the Forty Seven Podcast. I am one of your coaches Amelia and I am your other coach Clary. Our goal of Fit Forty Seven is to support you, educate you and empower you to live a healthier, happier lifestyle so you can become the best version of yourself. If you enjoy this podcast please share it with somebody else you think would enjoy it too. This will help us help more women just like you. Welcome to the second check-in of this eight weeks to change program. Amelia is on her first family holiday as a three this week so you have just got me to listen to. So as always we are going to get started with the we're going to go through well we are I am going to go through some of the wins that we've had this week. So has said she's been sleeping much better getting eight hours a night and into a good little routine before bed too making getting up in the morning much easier so well done M, because sleep is really really important in terms of how you're going to feel which feeds into how the decisions you're going to make and then the progress that you're going to make and it can be massively underrated and a lot of people kind of just um, push sleep to the side and don't prioritize it so well done for for doing that. That's amazing. Next, we have got Emily who has said her win is literally just getting back on the plan. Again, well done, Emily. Whenever you feel like you've had a little slip-up or things have not quite gone how you wanted them to go, the best thing you can do is just get back to the plan. So well done. And next win is from Beth. So she's increased the weights in the gym. Well done, Faye. Katie completed it all three workouts. Well done, Katie. This one, I just want to read out because, again, related to workouts, but Nicolette has done three 6am workouts with some personal bests in there. And that is amazing because 6am is a really, really tough time to get yourself up and in the gym for 6 in the morning. So, well done, Nic. Um, Landred, so she was at a mum's boyfriend's birthday and still managed to enjoy a tiny piece of cake and stayed within a calorie goal. Normally she'd just eat the whole thing. So well done, Landry. This is really, really good. And these are the type of wins that I know Amelia and myself really do enjoy hearing. We always love when we've had a drop on the scales and we hit PBs and things like that. But this in the long run, being able to have a little piece of cake, enjoy the cake and then move on with your day and not let it ruin your progress that's like they're the wins that we, we particularly love so obviously gales. if we've not if we I keep saying we i'm so not used to just saying me if i haven't mentioned your win this week it isn't that we're not proud of you we're always proud of all of your wins no matter how big or small it's just that we'd be here all day if we went through everybody so we're going to move on to the struggles so with the struggles i've had a little read through everybody's form and the common things that are coming up at are around tracking your food and then protein struggling with protein and then also kind of like the weekends and all these social occasions that seem to be coming up through the summer which we're not even into the midst of summer yet so it's only you're only going to get more events coming up so it's really important that we do learn to manage these as best we can if we just start from the beginning so if we go to the first struggle that i was going to read out is emma so she said she's being overloaded with work and so everything else is kind of taking a back seat. She only got two out of three workouts done. The steps have been lower than usual because every minute she's had spared has been doing uni work. So I feel like this is, this is, we are really big. So what me and Amelia believe in is we want you to move away from that all or nothing mentality where you feel like if you're, You either need to be doing all three workouts or there's no point in doing any or you need to be hitting 10,000 steps or there's no point in doing any. And so I know you've said "Um, this has been a struggle for you. You've only done two when you would normally do three workouts and your steps have been lower than usual. But that is still good. And there are always going to be different weeks in your life where different things crop up, even different months, different days, where other things take priority. And at the moment, um, uni work is the priority for you because you've got deadlines. You're not going to be in uni for that much longer, I don't think, because I'm sure uni's normally finished a little bit earlier into the summer, because I always remember when I was in uni, you had like a dead, long summer, and that's what I loved. But you have to prioritise, and at the moment, uni is going to take precedence over everything else, and then you're still fitting in some steps and some workouts, which is great. We're not asking you to be perfect. We're not expecting you to be perfect. But what's amazing is that you've still managed to do what you can within that. So, even though it was a struggle, I still think you've done really well. Um, so the next struggle. So Nicolette says she the morning in the morning she feels so hungry around eleven. I'm not sure if it's because she's been in the gym in the morning but I don't think I have the spare calories when I look at my day to have a bigger breakfast. She's having protein pancakes currently if that makes sense. Yeah, so it does make sense Um, to answer the first part Nick, if you go in the gym in the morning and you don't normally go in the gym in the morning yes, that is going to make you feel hungrier because you've gotten exerted yourself. You've used more energy by in the morning than you would do normally on say the days that you're not going to the gym so it's completely normal for that to spike your hunger don't be alarmed by it as for not having enough calories left to be able to have a bigger breakfast like sometimes it's not about having a bigger breakfast it's just kind of looking at what you are having and trying to figure out if there's any changes that you can make there so one thing I wanted to mention to do with this and it's kind of not to be the buzzkill on the protein pancake hype because i really like them really quick it's really easy you can do them in the microwave you can do them in the toaster Um, i'm pretty sure you could just have them cold if you wanted to stick a bit of fruit on and you're good to go however in the pack of pancakes the four pancakes are 384 calories and 20 grams of protein now one gram of protein has calories which means for 20 grams of protein times that by four should only be so 80 calories so the 20 grams of protein is 80 calories the pancakes are 384 so there's 304 calories in there that are carbs and fats and again i'm not demonizing carbs and fats we need them and they're important in our diets however it's not like I'm trying to think you know like a chicken breast i'm not saying it's chicken breast for breakfast by the way but like that is largely protein and you get a better serving of protein for fewer calories when you have something like that so protein pancakes are great but i would be like begging the question here uh is is there something else that you could be having could you maybe, for example, look at having some oats with a scoop of protein powder and then piling that up with fruit because that's something that I I do and it gets me about 30 grams of protein in. So that there is already 10 grams more protein than what you're getting. And then I can add a load of fruit on that as well. So it's it's about those trying to, what's the words I'm looking for? You're trying to have as filling of a meal with fewer calories with the meal to still be big so when we talk about like your lunch and your teas and we want you to be having high volume low calorie foods they're vegetables and fruits where obviously the protein is important as well so i'm not saying don't eat the pancakes but there might just be a better way of spending your calories even for example the protein mousses are 20 grams of protein and i'm sure they're only like 150 something calories that's like half the amount of calories than the pancakes are and again you might just find on you might you could just alternate it pancakes one day um something else the next pancakes the next day if you really like the pancakes you don't need to cook them out but obviously if your breakfast isn't filling you up that's one of the things i would look at doing just switching your breakfast up a little bit um try and incorporate like a mid-morning snack so if you're having your breakfast really really early try and incorporate like a mid-morning snack snack that's got a little bit of protein in as well to just kind of tide you over until lunchtime but yeah that's um the protein one so the other struggles were around like i said tracking so struggles for free, tracking food and staying on track whilst working katie tracked for the most part but didn't track everything day so with this it's kind of there's no way around it the only way to track is to track and the best way that we tell you to set yourself up for a successful week is to plan in advance as much as you can so obviously on a Sunday night we like you to spend 10-15 minutes however long it takes to plan your week But we understand that weeks might look different, each day might look different. So each night, if you've meal prepped for the week, put put that in in advance. So if you'd you'd made your lunch for Monday to Friday, put your lunch in Monday to Friday because it's done then. You don't have to go back and do it. But if you're not working um, with like batch cooking like that, that's fine. But do what I do. So overnight, I will spend five minutes because that's literally all it takes. And I will put in what I'm having for breakfast because my breakfast is the exact same every day or the odd occasion that I ran out of fruit sort or of, I feel like something else. And then I'll put in what I'm going to have for me lunch because I usually know what that is because I'm heading out for the day. And so I've got to take that with me. And then usually I've got some kind of an idea of what I'm going to be having for my tea because I'm the one who went and done the food shop on the Sunday. So I know what's in the fridge. I know the type of things that I'm going to be having and so put that in and okay yes things might change you might get asked to go out for your tea someone might um invite you around for tea you might decide that you don't feel like what you said you were going to have and you're going to have something else and that is fine but at least you've got like a general thing to to go off and so even if you're having I always say to a lot of my one to one girls if you're eating your breakfast by yourself and your lunch by yourself make them Obviously, food you enjoy, but make them tick the boxes. Make them high in protein. Make them lower in calorie. Make them full of fruit and veg, high volume foods, so that when it does get to tea time, which tends to be the more social meal, and someone's like, "Oh, should we go for tea?" You don't have to go oh, no, because I've only had them I'm going to have a chicken salad for me for me tea, and it won't fit into my calories. You give a little bit more structured through the through the day, through breakfast and lunch, and then when tea comes out, there's that little bit of flexibility there then for you to change your mind. So that is a, a pretty much something I think everybody should be doing. For your tracking, is spend a couple of minutes the night before and put in everything you know you're going to have in advance in, into the app. If you are leaving it till after you've eaten it, one you're going to forget. You're always thinking back retrospectively, and you get like you will forget something. Or if you sit down tonight and try and think of all the foods you've had all day and you put it in and you've gone over your calories it's like oh well there's nothing you can do then because you've already ate all the food whereas if you're doing it in advance that gives you the opportunity to have like a little bit of a look and think "Hmm, okay if i have this that's going to take me mm, over my calories i haven't quite hit protein if i don't do that so do you know what i might have that a different day and i'm going to have this instead and that's what tracking does it raises awareness to pretty much everything that you're this also kind of feeds nicely into the fact that a couple of of protein as you struggle for the week and um, not quite being able to hit it. So my biggest tip for this links into the tracker is plan ahead of time. So tonight, think of tomorrow, what is your protein source? So we want you to be having a protein source within each meal. I'm going to use my own, meal as a, own, own meals as an example. For my breakfast, it's um, protein porridge. So I will put a scoop of protein powder into the app at first then for lunch I tomorrow I think I'm probably going to have tuna pasta so I'll put the, the tins tuna in and then I'm pretty sure I'm having a chicken stir fry for me tomorrow so I'll put the chicken in so then those three meals will probably bring me to about I don't know 80 90 grams of protein and I know I'm not too far off from my goal and my is 120 so I need to make 30 grams up then through snacks or through other things that get added into the meal things like brown pasta, brown bread, garden peas, um, broccoli, all these other foods have little amounts of protein and it's not a lot, it's not like as much as you would get in a chicken breast but over the course of the day it all adds up and that will give me my extra 30 that I need to bring myself up to me 120 grams of protein. If you're not hitting your protein target you're gonna need to have a little look at your food and Figured it out ahead of time, where you've still got control. So if, you're put, if you are put all your food in for tomorrow and you're still 20 grams of your protein girl, or you only had 100, 100 grams of chicken for your lunch, then you can go, okay, well, do you know what? Actually, I'm gonna have 200 grams of chicken for my lunch. And if you haven't got the calories spare to do it, what were you eating with your chicken? Was it rice? Was it a packet of microwave rice? Could you have half the packet of microwave rice and have double the amount of protein? This is the the benefit of doing it ahead of time. It gives you that opportunity to see it and make changes before you've already done it. And there's nothing that you can do to change it. Unfortunately, you're only going to get better at this the more that you do it. And it won't always take this amount of effort. You won't always feel like you're struggling to hit it. But it isn't just going to happen by accident. You're not just going to, oops, I accidentally hit my protein girl every single day this week. It doesn't work like that. So you definitely need to be making sure just basing off a normal three meals a day, which is what most people tend to do. Make sure there's a protein source in there and then maybe one other protein snack like, I don't know, some baby bells or a protein mousse, a protein yogurt. Obviously, I know not everybody likes having set meals like that or we've got a few shift workers in there who don't particularly like eating big meals when they're working certain shifts and again that is fine but just make sure each time you're eating there's a protein source in there you want to aim for a minimum of 20 grams of protein per meal right so i think that's pretty much all the struggles in terms of tracking another couple that we've got here is um one of the girls had a hen on saturday which meant she didn't stay on track the following day as well because she was hungover over to death so with this, um, I feel like everybody could do with like paying attention to this one because this is going to come up with something for all of you, I'm pretty sure. When you're going out and you're drinking, you can quite easily go over your calories by a lot through the drinks that you're having. So if you're drinking pints of lager all the time, um, the calories in that do quite quickly add up. What I would say is don't be the person who starves himself all day then goes out in the night, and because you're starving, because you thought, will save me calories, and I'll want, and i I'll save me calories for my ale, after you've had a couple of drinks, and your inhibitions go, and your ability to make good decisions diminishes, you are going to end up in McDonald's. Again, nothing wrong with McDonald's, but you're going to end up ordering a large meal with a max money, with an extra burger on the side, and you're going to overdo it. So, when you're going out, still make sure your, your meals are high in protein, low in calories. So high protein, low volume foods, such as an example could be a protein yogurt or some yogurt with a load of fruit. It would be a chicken salad with maybe a little bit of pasta or a little bit of couscous so that you're still getting a little bit of um, carbs in there as well. It's not like you're cutting them out entirely, but it's still high in protein and it's still filling you up. And make sure that you don't go out on your night out because we all know you can think back to the time that that just doesn't end well. So that would be the first thing that I would do is not deprive yourself through the day. Then when you are out, you drink traces. So if you are drinking pints of lager or cocktails all night, the calories in those, as I said before, are be high. What I would say would be, can you look for something... That's like a diet version or a lower calorie option. So if you drink gin and lemonades, could you switch to gin and slimline tonic? If you drink vodka Coke, could you drink drink vodka diet Coke? Because you're not going to get away from the calories and the alcohol part of the drink, but you can minimize how much you're going to go over by controlling your um, mixer. So obviously, I think a kind of Coke, I remember the last time I had a kind of full sugar coke but i think it's probably let's just say for argument saying 150 calories whereas a diet version would be zero calories or really really low calories and think of that over the course of the night if you had five vodka and coats compared to five vodka and diet coke you'd be saving hundreds of calories in terms of the being hungover and the and not being able to stay on track the next day what I would say is you need to prepare for it better. So if you know when you go out the next day, you feel rough and you feel like you want um greasy takeaways, which most of us do, because we're tired, we're drained of energy, and that's just what you feel like. eating. nobody ever wakes up, hungover over and goes, mm, really feel like a nice healthy vegetable salad. Like it doesn't really happen. So prepare for it. If you know you like a pizza and you normally would order a, a takeaway, Buy one in, get one from um, like Aldi or Asda because they will be far better for you than the ones that you're going to order from the takeaway. If you like a Chinese, could you get the stuff in that you'll make a takeaway? Again, going to be loads better for you. The way that it's cooked is better. It'll have less calories in it and it'll help you keep on track. But if you know you're going out, don't let it surprise you that you're going to feel rough the next day. So prepare for it. Same as anything, preparation is key. Also, one point that you might not like, but if you were really hungover the next day, and again, I'm, I'm not picking, this was Landry and I'm really not picking on you, but I only know from my own experience, I regret when I feel like that because I feel like i lose a day of my life the next day. So one thing that I do now when I go out and I have a drink is I'll have like an alcoholic drink and then I'll have a glass of water or I'll have a Diet Coke in between and I'll drink the drink a bit slower I'll really enjoy the drink as I'm having it. And then towards the end of the night, when you're kind of at that point where like you're a little bit tipsy and it's easy to just knock your drink back, drinks back, I question myself and ask myself, so what is this next drink going to bring me? that the first few that I've already had hasn't already brought me because I've had all the nice flavour and the nice treat of the drink. These next few drinks are just going to make me feel like that tomorrow. I am then going to make poor decisions tomorrow, and it's going to take me till two days later until I can get myself back on track again. So just a little thing to bear in mind. It also would probably save you a little bit of money as well because you wouldn't be having as many drinks whilst you're out. Obviously, that's not me telling you to stop drinking. But I do know there's nothing worse than losing a day of your life to a hangover. So just something to bear in mind. Also, the there is another struggle here, which is it's been my birthday. So happy birthday, Gemma. I went to a party Saturday and then Kings of Lee on Sunday. Sounds amazing. So I've been out drinking all weekend. Had a ball, but just wish I had thought about it in the week and maybe put my calories down to accommodate for the weekend. So yeah, we have spoke about this in the past, calorie banking, and that is something that you are all able to do. If you are going to do it, be sensible and speak to us first. So make sure we don't want you putting your calories too low through the week that you end up starving at the weekend and then overeating at the weekend. So there's a fine line to be had in terms of saving calories. Usually it's between 100 to 200 calories per day. So for example, let's just say your calorie calorie goal at the moment was 1800 a day. If you were to save 200 calories a day, Monday to Friday, that would mean you'd be eating 1600 calories a day Monday to Friday, that would give you I would say 10,000, but it's proper not. And that would give you a thousand calories extra to enjoy either on the Saturday or on the Sunday or split over the Saturday and the Sunday. And it just gives you that little bit more freedom of a weekend. But again, speak to us first if that's something that you're thinking of doing. It can be really useful. But again, like I've just said, we wouldn't want you, if your calorie goal is, we don't want you cutting calories too low, basically. We don't want anybody depriving themselves too much through the week. But Jen, there's nothing you can do. I know you're looking back and thinking you wish that's something that you had have done, but you haven't, don't worry about it. There's nothing you can do. It's in the past. What I want you to do is to just get back to the plan from today. So i don't want, yeah, looking back and now trying to like save calories now for what's already been and gone because that doesn't work. That that comes from a place of I've done something bad and I need to path and that's not we not what we want it's not what we kind of promote and i just want to make sure that from today whatever however ever, anyone's weekend has gone this weekend so this is speaking to all of you however your weekend has gone draw a line in the sand and move on just to get back to it that is honestly the best thing that you can do also with the hangovers as well try and get yourself up and out and on a walk so yet yeah, you might not be able to get to the gym or anything like that but you could still get yourself open still get yourself um moving and a bit of fresh air always does us some good so just another few things I kind of wanted to touch on having to read through your forms is um here we go so Emma when we've asked like how your diet's been to be the week Emma said she's been all right with food but feeling a bit bored at the same thing so gonna batch up something a bit more exciting for the next few weeks of work um the protein is being on point most days so okay things mm. can get a little bit boring if you're quite samey samey some people do like to mix things up a lot and some people don't i've had the same breakfast every day for the past two or three years minus maybe a handful of days where i've been somewhere or we've ran out of what i needed um The more consistent you are and like the more you eat the same foods, the easier you make it for yourself because I no longer have to worry about how many calories are in my breakfast or how much protein's in my breakfast. All I do is weigh me oats out, put a scoop of protein powdered in and lash the fruit on once it's all done. And I know that gives me X amount of protein and X amount of calories. I also only really rotate between the same three or four lunches and I am happy to do that. And again, I know approximately where those calories sit where the protein sits however i do completely understand that things can get a little bit boring um if you do get bored of the same foods and that's fine just switch it up just try something else if you can aim to have the same three or four meals that you switch between just to make it easier for yourself so you're not having to constantly figure out calories and figure out protein all the time but yeah of course as soon as you get bored switch it up a little bit and then share the ideas with everybody else because I feel like it's always nice to have a little bit of inspiration um for your food also there is another one here from Katie I cooked a meal at home every night for the last seven days I usually always get a takeaway either on a Friday or a Saturday but I had food in the fridge and we're as I would normally let it go to waste. I cooked a meal both nights and didn't order any food out. So, Katie, this is that that is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. One, I hate wasting foods like proper pets hate of mine. And two, if if no one's saying that a takeaway is a bad thing, but if that is something that you're normally doing on a weekly basis, that quite easily could be something that's taking you out of your deficit each week and could be something that prevents you from reaching your goal so if you can learn to when you've got the food in okay i'm gonna i wanted to take away tonight but i'm gonna use all this food because i don't want it to go to waste maybe next weekend we'll have a takeaway that is absolutely um amazing so well done katie i feel like the general consensus this week with everybody is being great i think those few struggles that we've touched on i hope i have gone into enough detail i feel like we're at we're a bit of a mixed bag with the training at the moment some of you are absolutely smashing it getting to the gym three times a week some of you are um smashing the pvs and some of you aren't quite there with the training yet and that is fine and we are completely understanding of that thing it's a different journey for everybody and so Even if you're only getting one workout in at the moment, that's fine. But call yourself out on on your own, I don't want to swear, on your own rubbish. Call yourself out on your own rubbish and ask yourself, "Could I have done more? So literally sit now, girls, and to yourself, ask yourself, "Could I have done more? Could I have fit something else in this week? And if the answer is yes, then aim to do it this week. Aim to, if you've only got two workouts in, you get the if you've only got one workout in and you get two if you haven't done any training yet could you maybe start could you make a start and once you get going once you're in the swing of things i promise you it all seems a little bit better a little bit easier but you know what we to do yeah it's it's been quite good gym sessions are great um just struggling with steps who's this sorry gemma i'm on my feet most of the day in work but don't really leave my classroom don't get many steps in but need to be getting out um for a walk in the evening yeah so i get that gem so obviously being on your feet all day is definitely better than being sat down so you'll be expending more energy from being um stood up than you would sat down but as for getting out of an evening for steps yeah the weather is glorious it's dead lights until about 10 o'clock at night now so there's absolutely like kind of no excuse for anyone to not be doing those things obviously everybody's schedules look a little bit different and getting your steps in might not look like um going for a one hour walk it might look like going for a 10 minute walk before work maybe a 10 minute one on your lunch and maybe a 10 minute one when you finish work you're just gonna have to it's different for everybody you need to look at your day and be realistic about right okay where can i that in. Um, yeah, there was something else I was gonna say then and it has completely gone out of my head. But well done to everybody this week. is a you well, you're all smashing it. Um yeah, I'm really excited for the is it six weeks we've got This always confuses me. So we've had two check-ins. So what's that? One, two, yeah. So we're two full weeks in and we've got six to go. As always, if anyone is struggling with anything in particular, please pop it into the group. Um, And if you genuinely are struggling with anything else, please make sure you reach out to me or Amelia and talk things through with us because we want you to get the most out of this. And so don't suffer in silence. It's what we are here for. Yeah. And go and enjoy the rest of your bank holiday.